Hi, and welcome to The Expansive, where we explore the frontiers of personal growth, business innovation, and technology. We believe that growth and progress comes from expanding our minds, exploring new possibilities, and embracing change. My name is Sean Lewitz, and you're about to listen to one of our previous episodes. We're diving into the archives and going back to September 2022 for this week's Expansive Moment. Eric and John discuss the pressures associated with being a leader and the sheer depth of emotional intelligence needed to lead positively. Here's John Sonnet and Eric Kruger. Yeah, because I think ultimately, you know, it's emotional intelligence that we're looking for here from both leaders and employees. But let's just talk about the leader because the leader uh, sets the tone for the organization. And if the leader is in a triggered state or is in an angry state or in a frustrated state, then the whole organization has to now mimic that emotion. What oh, I've never had a boss in my life. In fact, I had a boss for three months and I quit. And I wasn't quite quitting. I was very loudly quitting. But this was still when I was 19 or 20. And I remember the thing that made me not ever want to work in a corporate or have a boss is that if I'm in a good mood and my boss is in a bad mood, then I must also be in a bad mood like my boss. So my boss mm-hmm. actually dictates my mood for the day. Now, if I'm taking strain and my boss is in a good mood, my boss is going to be like, oh, come on, get over it. But you can't say that to your boss. Your boss is now mm-hmm. dictating the mood. So let's talk about mood because what creates mood is emotional intelligence. And what the real crux of what emotional intelligence is, is one, to become aware that you're being triggered. And two, how quickly can you get out of that trigger? Mm-hmm. And this refractory period where you get triggered and then come out of this trigger is the level of your emotional intelligence. Now, we've all got triggers. You know, you can get sulking, you can be jealous, you can get angry, you can, there's so many different triggers out there. Or, and so what happens is people get triggered and if they don't heal that trigger for a few days, it's just a mood. And if they don't heal that trigger for like a week or two, it becomes a temperament. Now, if they don't heal that trigger over a couple months, it becomes a personality. And so how many personality people do we have out there that are just triggered? They want to do better, but they're continuously angry. They're continuously frustrated. They're continuously irritated. And when somebody's continuously irritated, frustrated, and angry, that what they are is emotionally dumb-dumb. They just don't have the emotional intelligence to want to deal with it. So as good leaders, what we have to do is realize the mood and tone that we set for the organization and our teams is based on our own emotional intelligence. So what do we have to do is try and heal any trauma that we have so these triggers go away or that you pick up on them as quickly as possible and be able to alchemize them as quickly as possible so you can get off your trigger and back onto being in the present moment. Now, let's remember something that all triggers are past versions of yourself. In other words, if you're triggered back into being having a tantrum, it's you at four years old getting angry. It's you sulking as when your parents didn't listen to you or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And so what we have to do is heal that trauma to put us into the present moment so that our decisions are not emotional, but much more clear in the way we make them. And then the second thing we have to do is rehearse new emotions, rehearse new behaviors so that when we do get triggered, one, we become aware of it, and two, have a tool set and an anchor point into new behaviors and new ways of thinking. Now, as a leader, if you're not healing your trauma, and not rehearsing new, medita- new, re- new behaviors through meditation, your emotional intelligence is without doubt going to be low, 
which means that you are going to be making bad decisions and your organization is going to be suffering for it. Mm. So really a good leader is about being emotionally intelligent and understanding mm. this construct or equation gives us hopefully some tools to work on and help the whole organization develop a better mood. Yeah, I love that because, you know, often when we think of emotional intelligence, we only think of um, people's ability to read other people's emotions and be like well-adjusted to those emotions. Uh, but I love this. I love this way of you that you explained it. Um, I was reading a thing this morning that said leaders are like weather systems. They control the atmosphere, and all people can do around them is to adjust to that atmosphere. Wow! Just to that's see exactly what you were saying. Eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. And so what? Yeah. It's an atmosphere. Mm. What's going on inside your head? Mm. What's going on inside your head is the neuroscience that you need to get into, and what goes on inside yeah. you creates a mood. All right. So that's the self awareness and emotional intelligence component. And then the other thing that I would say about the leadership side of this is it's tough, man. You know, like ultimately we've all been through a lot over the past couple of years and the additional burden that leadership has is that it's responsible not only for itself, but for many other people, right? When I wrote the leadership manual at the start of the year, um, I kind of hesitated to put in this idea of the burden of leadership because leadership is always this glorified thing that's like, Everyone should be a leader. Like, it's amazing to be a leader. Leaders are the, the future. You know, it's all about leadership. But there's a, there's a big burden that comes with leadership. And that burden is that you're responsible for a lot of people at the same time. And that, um, you know, their problems become your problems. And a, a, a workforce that is unhappy makes you unhappy. It, it makes your life very difficult. Um, but it's not just that you're looking at the people. You're also looking at the stakeholders. You're also looking at um, the overall health of the company and the future of the company. And it's like, and it's not just that, it's also the succession planning for what's coming next and also the innovation that needs to happen. So there's, there are so many things that leaders need to be taking into consideration at all times. It's not just that they are trying to push this one person to the edge or that they are trying to create an environment where they push people away. Um, there's a lot to figure out as it is in a company. When you look at a company as a, a living organism, it's complex. Like, I mean, I, I deal with teams, teams just... Just put a team of eight people in a room and I promise you it's one of the most complex environments to go and deal with. Now take that team, multiply it by 10 um, amount of people in the company, then add like millions and millions and millions of dollars of revenue to that um, and working across different time zones. Like it becomes hectic and crazy. And so who does, and who does the responsibility fall onto then to figure out how, what is the best way forward? Typically, it falls onto leadership. And then they don't get things wrong or they, they don't get things right initially. And everyone just wants to crucify them for it. It takes time, right? And we know that in the, hopefully, if you are listening to this and you're in a leadership position, then you've adopted a more collaborative stance towards problem solving and, and the way forward. And you've realized that the best way forward is to bring people in and help them or get them to help you figure out what the best way forward is. It doesn't just have to fall onto you. But ultimately, the responsibility still lies on you. And, you know, w when a, a sports team is underperforming, the coach gets the chop, right? That, that's how it works. Like, even if the team isn't performing and you can point to individuals in the team, it still comes down to the coach. So it still comes down to the leader. And that's why sometimes they might be a bit more cautionary in how they make decisions and why they might be making certain decisions from fear and frustration. Understand that because they are simply just human. And I think we can extend a little bit of, of leniency and um, 
I want to say grace, but that's not really the right word, patience towards leaders that are trying to figure out how to do things in this very, very complex world. Yeah, I agree. The complexity of the spiritual being, you know, somebody was saying the other day, organization is a spiritual being. It needs looking after. And the mother and father and the uncles and aunts, if you want to think of us in family terms, have a tough time. You know, you have a lot of these kids running around, not doing what they're supposed to do, or, you know, things are changing, skills they need aren't available. I mean, an AI is coming. In fact, I was speaking to somebody yesterday and they were saying they used to work at Metal Steel in Ferenichen, which is a little town outside Johannesburg. When she used to, when she started working there 30 years ago, there were 44,000 people working there. When she left two years ago, there were 4,000 people working there. And she said technology took away 40,000 jobs. I mean, that is serious. Just think about that. You know, it's not only that your capabilities aren't there. It's just, it's complex for everybody. And I think that's yeah, the key yeah. here is that the complexities are affecting everybody, but leaders are, you know, the, 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 the bullseye is on the leader and, and that's what it is at the moment. You know, it's a tough time to be a leader. For much more like this, subscribe to The Expansive today. And while you're doing that, please leave us a five-star review. You can also listen to the full episode titled The Burden of Leadership, which was first published in September 2022 right now. Remember to find The Expansive on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and on YouTube, the links to all of which you'll find in the show notes. Until the next time, stay expansive.